was uh, such good good music for you, Rod. Sun. Sun. Yeah. 420. 420. Convenient. We're podcasting on 420, and 420 is our anniversary. Why is this song so good for you, man? Who is it? Tell us. It's Lighthouse, Sunny Days. I don't know, this song, every year when I was growing up and that, younger, I'd hear this song and I'd like, right in the spring when the first nice sunny days came and I'd be like driving straight to the beer store, grabbing a case of beer and just chilling in my backyard and getting excited for the sun. Yeah. It's really this year too. It's a nostalgia feel for me. Can I point out that you just described yourself growing up when I was younger, I said. You've been 19, picking up beer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 19. The way he painted that verbally, I was thinking like... A 12-year-old? A, a youngster, a child. No, this is 19 to... When I was young, 19 to 35. <laughs> All right. Cool. Why did you uh, introduce what we're doing? Hey. Episode 8. Episode 8. Always in pursuit with bent rods. Sweet. So, how's things going? Good, good. Things are good. You're out on yeah. the water today. Yeah. Came, came here and you're in your waders, hopping out of your truck. Yeah. I went for an hour fish there tonight. I dropped off at the river and walked two runs, didn't catch any steelhead, and I caught one whitefish on a bead. Fun. And the water was pristine clear. Yeah. So they're pretty much, you could see if there was any fish there. So I just fished anything I couldn't see the bottom. Yeah. And yeah, no steelhead. But uh, yeah, there's, it doesn't seem like this year there's a lot of late fresh fish. I haven't been out much the last week, but uh, yeah, the, just other people I know that have been out in that. There's there's quite a few colored fish around from earlier in the season, but yeah, not a lot of freshies. So guess they all came up with all that high water we had this year. And they're hanging out? Yeah. Or they're all out? No, they're, they're all in the upper, a lot of them are in the upper watershed now spawning. Yeah. You so were saying something about the possibility that maybe there was still some coming through. Yeah, we're well. Wait and sort of see. Yeah, I like to float the river there in one day and float the bottom end and cover all the deep holes because, I, I mean, yeah, there's a good possibility there's just a bunch of coming in late. Yeah. Because, I mean, usually April is just really good for a lot of fresh fish, so, and I haven't really seen that this year. I've seen a few freshies, but mostly just fish that came in in March and that, so. I'm just kind of hoping a whole bunch of late ones will come <laughs> in, but I don't know if it's going to happen. So this whole business, depending on F and nature, is is really uh, F and nature. F yeah. and nature. <laughs> it's really unpredictable and inconvenient sometimes. Yeah, well, that's nature for you. Yeah, it's just F and she nature. She definitely brought a spring early this year. Yeah, it's gorgeous out there today. Yeah, and the Fraser River's on the hard drop, so I don't know. We'll see what happens here with this last hot hot weather spell, or this hot weather spell we're in right now. If she starts to really come up, but if she doesn't really come up on this one, then probably we're not going to see a huge rise in the river now. Which you're excited about? Oh for yeah, clarity, right? Oh yeah, bar fishing is going to be off the chart this year. It's going to be really just condition-wise. I can't say the number of chinooks that are going to come in, but conditions to be really good. So yeah, you want to get your spinning glows ready and your bar rods ready and, and your yeah. cascade spinners. Cascades will be happening a little bit later. You know, getting into July and August once the river clears up. 
that'll be nice because we haven't had a good year for fishing the spinners as much yeah in the last few years so if we this will be the year you want to get in the spinners so i'm actually going to make up lots this year because once i start banging fish on them and putting pictures out there and that they're going to sell good so yeah people are going to sure. want to on that nice big lip jewelry hanging out of a chinook's mouth oh yeah Oh. They work really well. Once the water visibility is over a foot and a half visibility, I go with spinners every time. Yeah. Yeah. I think as far as a visual presentation, they're they're superior to the spinning glow on a visual end of things. For If you're looking to just bring in fish with sound, then the spinning glow is probably a little better. It has I more of a... I remember years of nothing but spinning glows. In fact, I remember one year we decorated a whole Christmas tree with spinning glows. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I bar fishing with rod in the summer sitting in the boat and rod's like i hate fishing with spinning glows you never know if they're working and like two <laughs> seconds later ding, 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 ding. fish on yeah. yeah it's working yeah it's working <laughs> yeah well definitely that's true like the whole method method of fish bar fishing when you're whipping that weight way out there and stuff and there's so many things that can happen with your spinning glow getting oh tangled. yeah and when you bring in that spinning glow and it's been tangled the whole time and that thing is like been sitting there an hour it's just spun into like a little nest that yeah. no fish could ever bite yeah or would ever want to bite <laughs> yeah yeah in the old days when i was young there and we were just learning to bar young, fish how young? yeah probably 25 <laughs> when i started getting into bar fishing and yeah we would uh we would we weren't smart enough to you know to know to if when you cast out you want to check it at least every 20 minutes half an hour so we'd cast out and then just sit around and drink beer for four hours and you bring your rod in and you haven't been fishing for the last four hours. You've been uh, drinking beer. You've been drinking beer. You what probably didn't care that much anyways. No. Your bell might have gone if a log hit your line or something. Yeah. Yeah. Danina, what were you up to uh, this weekend? This weekend, I did the sun run. This, that's impressive. Thanks. And did you like it? I totally enjoyed it. I, I love to walk. I really strongly hate exercise for the sole purpose of exercise yeah I like any kind of traveling exercise I like rollerblading biking walking not running running yes. makes my body bounce in ways that don't feel good and I won't do it what about what about climbing stair what about health. climbing staircases uh no because you're doing that it, it's, it's running on stairs right? and yeah I don't like running stairs but it's good for you yeah and that's oh, why absolutely. I do it yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. I am not discrediting the value of exercise. I'm just saying. You just personally, don't. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I get it. But the sun run was really fun. It. Um, it's people watching at its finest. Yeah. Um. Well, that was their like record high yesterday too for most people in the sun run. Apparently, there was like forty thousand people or something. I don't, I don't know. know how. I just heard that it was their highest yet. So. Is it the same time every year? Yeah. Well, that weather didn't hurt. No. It was beautiful. Like, honestly, you could not have asked for a better day. It wasn't yeah. too hot, not too cold, not wet. It was just perfect. Um, and, and people walk. watching with people running, that's got to be fun. Jiggly. Some people run, like, really weird. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love people who have the Jimmy hands <laughs> when they run. They just go everywhere? <laughs> the hands are just wailing around. Everybody definitely has... You know what? I I respect those people though who know what works for them. Like, oh, yeah. go for it. If you have to run and your arm is in a weird position, do it, man. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if that feels good, do that. Um, yeah. No, we. The James Bond run with her. <laughs> Aerodynamic. Aerodynamic. Cutting yes. through the wind. There's there's logic to that. There is. Um, 
So you walk over, like it's it's all on concrete, and that was one thing that I found. There's a there's a little bit of impact that comes with. That, oh yeah, right? for sure. I'm gonna move this closer to you. Oh, I'm not loud enough. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow, Belt it out, girl. Unusual. Belt it out. Um. Well, so, you're, it's a Vancouver Sunrun, so of course there's going to be lots of concrete. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's all concrete. Vivid. There's um, a run around Cultus Lake. I can't remember how far it is. It's further than the Sunrun. But they go all the way around Cultus Lake. So everything from road to trail to like backcountry. That sounds fun. And you know, I'm, you book the, it through. I'm not really... I'm not a competitive person, so marathon, that kind of thing doesn't really, it doesn't inspire me in a competitive, like a challenging way. I, I don't need to be challenged, right? Yeah. I just enjoyed the scenery and I went with my good friend Deb and so Fisher Babe. Fisher Babe. So Fisher Babe and I stayed at a hotel in Vancouver the night before and we, we just had so much fun. We had, it was like the perfect weekend. It was awesome. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you go over the... At one point you go over the, what is it, the Canby Street Bridge and then you come back on the Burrard Street Bridge or the other way around. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty neat. That's it's cool. A, it's a perspective that you never, you know, if you're driving over, you're paying attention to traffic. And so when you walk across, it's, you get to take it in. It was, it was good. Thanks. I couldn't, um, I couldn't make it. No? No, yeah, you could. It's only 10K. No, no, I couldn't make it. I was staying home. I had to stay home oh, and do dance right. duties oh, with yeah. the kids. <laughs> uh, so speaking about Fisher Babe, we put out a video recently. You guys oh, yeah. went to a secret river. That was fun. Took Fisher Babe to get her into her first steelhead, right? No, no. No? Well, not first ever. No. no. Oh, okay. Just first this year. I first think. this yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was pretty excited. She like... It's like patting her chest all She like, really <gasps> gets like she like that's real. Yeah, she, oh yeah. You can tell. Like she's excited and <laughs> adrenaline's pumping and I love to see people who have that passion for it because I don't get it. <laughs> but I can appreciate when I look at somebody who's enjoying it. Yeah. And Rod, what do you got going on over there? What's um, all that crinkling <laughs> in the microphone? I'm doing all kinds of I'm, annoying loud stuff here. Yeah, I'm tying jig or a jig order right now. Benrods.ca. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This a, is a jig order, and right now we are we ran out of stock on pink sparklers. So yeah, I had to tie one up there. Nice. I want to get this done so I can free myself up to do some other things this week, like fishing. Like fishing, yes. <laughs> like fishing for sturgeon this week. Yeah, we're gonna go sturgeon fishing on Thursday. Make a little video. Make a video, and uh, do we uh, do we have a victim? Or are you gonna be the victim? Or I don't mind being a victim. Sounds like you're I, but I'm sure your arms are itching to bend a rod. This, well, you know me. You know me. I haven't done many sturgeon in my life, so yeah. No, for the start of this season, though. Yeah, I'll do one. <laughs> when we get the four footer on, I'll take that. Okay. Anything bigger? That's yours. All right, deal. <laughs> you just have to run the camera then. Yeah, that's cool. I'm a masterful cameraman. Yes. Yeah. So that video that we just put out is. Rod and Danina bickering back and forth at each other, which is pretty funny hearing what you guys. You what, which well, I wouldn't say bickering. Which, which video? The, the fish with fish babe. Oh. Where Rod's like, yeah, we haven't filmed for a year. And then Danina's like, yes, we have. Oh. You just haven't edited it. <laughs> See, I'm living that. So when you say it's bickering, I'm like, what do you mean? But it's on camera, though. Daily interaction. It's on camera. I don't edit that. That was love. That's love. 
That's how many years of marriage right there? 13. 13. Yeah. Yep. That's what it looks like, folks. Not 12. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> so, uh, Sturgeon, what are we going to be doing for Sturgeon this week? What's uh, Well, I would like to head... We're going to leave Chilliwack and go downriver a bit. Yeah. And we're just going to go down and probably fish some lamprey and some oolikins and yeah, that's about this, it. Oolikins are in the river right now, right? I think or so. just starting to come yeah, in? Yeah, just starting. They're not really up in this area yet, so, but there are, there are being reports of them down lower in the river, so yeah, they'll be coming soon. Yeah. Soon. And then for sturgeon trips for you, what's that look like? Like, someone's listening for the first time, they've never gone sturgeon fishing. What could they, what, what should they expect? Well, this time of year, we're, you know, it depends. Day to day is different on how many you're going to catch. Uh, I, I always say, like, you know, on a good day, sturgeon fishing, expect between four to eight fish. You know, that's a good day. Yeah. So you do have better days than that, but let's not, like, you know, you don't, you don't want to take your best day in a month and say that's the average. Yeah. So, yeah, I expect, like, four to eight hookups in a day, and uh, usually you get a chance at least one decent-sized one, and... Uh, yeah, it's about an average day. We do eight-hour trips. We don't do any of these four-hour and six-hour trips. We just do single eight-hour trips per day. These and online sales trips. Yeah, no, we, we don't. The Groupon. Yeah, the we, Groupon hole. Rod, yeah. Rod showed me the Groupon hole. Yeah. The stone throw away from the boat launch. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you if you want to go fish that one hole, that gets where the fish have been caught every day by... The, yeah, the Groupon fish. Yeah, the Groupon well, fish are hanging in that hole. That's fair. You're paying the Groupon price. Yeah. Yeah. You want to pay the? You want a cheap trip? You're gonna get the cheap fish. We gonna do uh, peanut butter hot dogs? Uh I don't know. There's not a lot of shore. Well, we got uh, we got your oh, hot dog cooker. Oh, the Mister Buddy hot dog cooker. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. that what is that? The, the heater, the space heater. Yeah. And you, you. Oh, right. You can cook on it. Well, you don't cook on it. You just roast them like you have a fire going. Oh, but you can cook on it too, can't you? Can't you hook? The, can't you rig that up with different attachments? To no, that's my. That's the old buddy heater. Okay. The old one you can it has like a frame and you can invert it so it sits up. Yeah. And then you can put like a pot or a frying pan on it, but you can't really roast on it. Okay. But um, oh, this so one. So you're just gonna roast it and let it drip grease all over the inside. Yeah, the, oh. the boat smells delicious afterwards. Oh yeah. It smells so good. I can't. Did we have a drip tray last time, or were we just dripping it on the floor? <laughs> no, it dripped just in the buddy and just, like, sizzled away. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then the grate, you took the grate off, so it was, like, hanging, and then you put the hot dog buns on the grate. Oh, yeah. So it toasts the buns while you're oh, yeah. roasting them. He's so creative and oh, yeah. innovative like that. That was red-green cooking at its <laughs> finest. Yeah, that was a cold day, though. So yeah. it was nice and warm with that heater there. Yeah, we certainly won't need the buddy heater to stay warm, but yeah, I'll bring it for sure. Actually, it's in the boat. I brought it last time. We never ended up using it, but it's in there. Yeah, you went sturgeon fishing not too long ago. Yeah, I had a trip the other day, and it was pretty good, but it was that day was just the weather was off, so the fish were kind of being tough, but at the end of the day, we got a real big one, so... A fat one. Yeah, so that always makes for a good day. How big was that one? Uh, it was about seven feet, but it was about 250 pounds. Yeah. It was super fat for its length. Yeah. I was shocked. Like, when I brought the head, when the head first came up, I thought it was like an eight or nine footer. And then when we went to shore with it, and I saw how long it was, I was a little bit disappointed with how short it was, but it was still a beautiful fat fish. But I just expected so much more when I went to pull it into shore. I'm like, okay, here. That's it. <laughs> Where's the rest of it? Yeah, we're, yeah. But uh, that's it. sturgeon. People always ask, like, so an eight foot fish, how much does that weigh? And it's like, with sturgeon are like people. 
That'd be like saying a guy who's six foot nine, how much does he weigh? Yeah. There's you can't say yeah. that. Yeah. That one there, he weighs nine hundred pounds. This guy, he's one sixty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like that with sturgeon. They come in all shapes and sizes, which is awesome. Nine hundred pounds, dear. That was a large number that you came up with. Well, there's well six foot nine. There's some room for uh, distribution. Nine hundred pounds. <laughs> well, he's got thick Jeez. bones. <laughs> thick bones. Oh right. man! Oh, that'd be like. What about six hundred pounds? Happens in that brain of what about six hundred pounds? The Big Show. <laughs> the Big. Is he six hundred pounds? Show. There's no way he's six hundred pounds. No, he he's like four hundred and ninety pounds. Maybe yeah, like in the four hundreds. Yeah, he's got to be able to be like functionable. <laughs> he just about crushes the ring when he falls in there. Yeah, yeah. The Big Show. Uh, we were watching Trailer Park Boys the other day, and Bubbles was talking about uh, the Andre the Giant move. With the checking the oil, lick your thumb and... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know Andre the Giant did that move. I never heard of that. Apparent Bubbles taught me something new. Oh. I don't know if I'd take my schooling from Bubbles, but... Bubbles. No. But still, Bubbles Bubbles on 420, it makes sense though, doesn't he? Oh yeah. 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 They had a good picture today. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I need a beer opener. We got a beer opener? Yeah, you said. You were like, oh yeah. I, I asked. Do you have the, the opener? Well, I can yeah, open I a like beer it. with pretty it. much anything. Let's see if we can do it with jig tying scissors. Well, I can do it with a table. I just need a table edge. Because I got mad skills like that. Do you find a lot of tables when you... <laughs> yes. In fact, yeah. I think it was Consuelo who taught me this other trick when we were in a hotel one night. You can put it in the... Um, Okay, you know the spot in the door frame yeah. where the door clicks into that metal little, I hope this makes sense, but the little metal square thing? Yeah. You use that as a bottle opener. That's it pretty sweet. It spills beer on the floor a little bit, but, but it's your beer Hey, open. it's worth it. You got it. There we go. One of the most handy tools known to man right there. Yeah. Fire? It's a lighter. It can start a fire when you're out in the cold. It can open a beer. Help uh, you out on 420. Yeah, if you're out in the cold, if you're out in the cold, though, I don't know how much you're going to be wanting to open a beer with your lighter. Well, that. What do you mean? Warm you up from the inside. Just so, what are we drinking tonight? We got like there's like a camel on I here. I think or? it's local, right? Stanley Park. Stanley Park, yeah. Summer Vancouver. ale. That's a good choice. It good choice. It tastes kind of fruity. It's. It, I love it. I'm not I mean, sure what Matt will think because. Oh, what beer? Rock. It's craft beer. I'm always game for there you go. Danny. Thank you, sir. Handy dandy lighter. I just, it felt, felt very Vancouver, and since I just did the sun run in Vancouver, I thought. In this episode, we have sunny days, uh, music oh, opening us up. Oh, that. Oh, it all lined so up. Really hoping to have a guest good. for tonight, but uh, it's hard to get people with when you're doing these podcasts late in the evening, so we're going to work on that. Yeah, but. we kind of, we don't really do a whole lot of planning before this. Well, I've been contacting people, but it's hard. It's hard, you know. People have busy lives, and so I well, had. And you want to get get guides on as guests? Yeah, yeah. Which is hard enough for us to find time to podcast. Well, with I've been you. trying. I've been trying to get the guys from Bon Jovi on, and uh, they've agreed to come on. But uh, tonight, I talked to the one fellow, and he was out trolling for Chinook on his night off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he said something about a double header. So, wow. and he sent me a picture of a nice Chinook. So there, they, and I've heard actually that fishing's been pretty good out there. So. Hey, definitely, if you're thinking about booking a trip out in the ocean, give those guys a call because, yeah, they seem to be getting into fish every day out there. So, And I saw halibut fishing was starting to really get going. Mm. Some boat had four ha big halibut on 
nice for their guests. So love halibut. Yeah, I have halibut. I have thirty pounds of halibut coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That I'd day. Like to have you over for dinner or something one night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight we celebrated my father-in-law's sixtieth birthday. Nice. And had barbecue ribs in the backyard. Mm. So oh, land, that's why land fish. Just up the road. Yes, right and right around the corner. Oh. Yep. Land cow. Did you cook? No. No, I didn't. Nope. Nope. Uh, Judy did. His wife. So. Nice. Wait, what did you just say? Something cow. Land cow. Land cow. Land, land cow. Uh, land fish. I was trying to come up with some sort of like fishing term for what we were eating tonight. Oh. Field halibut. Field halibut. There we go. There will be no intelligent conversation had here tonight. Clearly. Is, is there ever any? <laughs> what was our new word last week? Snoogle. Snoogle. No, uh, no, no, no. no, no, no. We're, you guys are demented. No, our new, <laughs> our new uh, go-to word. Was it? It wasn't nice. We moved on nice from one. nice. Awesome. Um, I don't remember. You picked up on it. You're the one that picks up on all of this. I know, but I don't yes. store information. Yes. Because I have to make room for Yes. Me. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> She's uh, moving back to just bagging jigs. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Oh, um, talking about fishing, we are in the works of trying to um, coordinate a pinup fishing day yeah in the very near future sounds like sounds like the girls are ready to go sunday uh maybe maybe i gotta just finalize let's do it are the you new, available the on new, sunday night? I th- yeah i should be i'll just yeah yeah okay these are um i'm not sure yet because we have to figure out who's available and who's not um but it will be girls who have modeled for the pinup Yes. Jigs. So um, either this current round or a previous round. Mm-hmm. Cool. I wonder how they're going to do on sturgeon fishing. Oh, we'll find those out. girls have spunked, man. They are going to pull ass, and you are going to be You're impressed. Coach Rod. You're going to be coaching them. Coach Rod. Uh, what about you? You're not reeling the sturgeon. You can just F off with that. I am not reeling a sturgeon in. I know the reality of how hard that is. Oh, it's fun though. Oh, these jigs are sharp. Depends uh, who you ask. Hmm. Depends okay. who you ask. Uh, who's May? What do we got for May pinup? Oh, um, I'm. We're still working on working on editing, it. but I know who it is. The jig is Purdy. Yeah. And the model is Androsia Wild. And she is beautiful. She is, oh, she's going to be in that, um, did you know I'm doing a, I'm participating in a fashion show, which, um, for a lingerie company called Forever Yours. Okay. And that's coming up in May. Um, and the, they are raising the money for, um, for some kind of cause. I'm not sure what it's going to this year, but anyways, Androsia is also in the fashion show. So. Cool. Yeah. So there you go, Purdy for the pinup. Nice. Purdy, what color is Purdy? Red and pink. Red and pink. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Red and pink. 
hey, Matt, can you hear my dogs barking in the yard on I the podcast? Yeah. 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 But after you told your daughter not to let them out and bark? Well, I actually <laughs> asked her to put them out and then put them, feed them and put them away right away. But she clearly missed that part of the instructions. Now, well, that's a lot of instructions to follow. Two put steps. them out, feed them, and then put Two them steps. away. For kids, that's a lot. Three things. The child can do like seven competitive dances, change hair and Isn't makeup. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And yeah, no. You give her three instructions not, and yeah. It's called selective listening. I'll be back. Selective. So, so you were asking me about when we're going out Thursday to sturgeon fish, you want to do some cutty fishing. Yeah, soon here. I want to yeah. go out because Harrison should be good for that right now. Right? Yeah, definitely. I was just that's it's going to get on to a bit of trout talk because there's trout fishing should be really getting going the lakes in the interior. I like saw I, some nice fish out of Kamloops area this weekend. Yeah, so I mean, people should definitely get going early on getting up to some of those lakes because they're probably a lot of them have already turned over. Yeah, and uh, they're going to be starting to fish really good. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, I saw some pictures on Facebook too of some pretty nice trout. So, and locally, I mean, yeah, there's all like Chilliwack Lake, Cultus Lake, Cockwell Lake with its kokanee fishery. Um, there's all kinds of opportunities right now for people getting out in the lake. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Harrison River, you got your cutthroat over there, and uh, some of the other ones uh, up, up in the Squamish area, some of those rivers will probably have a lot of bull trout activity right now. So, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, it's time to start, you know, looking for other fish other than steelhead for people. So, yeah, it's that time of year. I'm actually kind of excited to go cutthroat trout fishing on the Harrison, which Just is something, something different, right? Yeah, I like to try to change it up a bit. And uh, yeah, if anybody's interested in doing a trip out there, absolutely give me a call. I mean, you know, yeah, this, well, this we'll do. Uh, we'll go out there. We'll get the fishing guys, uh, rod and reel. We'll do a little review video. I'll throw that rod and reel in your hand, and yeah, and then we'll do a little bent rods promo for for cutty fishing up there. Yeah, for sure. Because it's I love the Harrison River. It's and also, gorgeous. we were talking about. Uh, hopefully, you can come with us on that one. We like to take a trip up Harrison Lake to some remote rivers, and uh, that's some world class trout fishing up there. It's just phenomenal. Like. It, you're going up to you're jet boating across a huge lake up to a remote river where like there's you're not probably not going to see another person. You might, you know, if you see one boat up there, you're kind of shocked. Yeah, it's one busy. other boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there's another boat. Oh, but uh, yeah. So they're up there. Same thing. Bull trout, cutthroat, rainbows. Um, sometimes when we're fishing. We you know we use fairly light tackle when we're trout fishing, and sometimes you'll actually have a chinook grab on. Wow. And there's there's the odd steelhead. Some most of those will be pushing up into the smaller tribs now, but that river does get a few steelhead this time of year and uh yeah, you get some just these beautiful big chrome chinooks up in there too. Yeah. Which you don't we don't target them, but they're, they're up there and you know. Are they catch and release then or Yeah, you're not supposed to target them, I, I yeah. believe, so yeah, we don't typically go up. We 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 go up there, we go to trout fish cuz it's world class trout fishing up there. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm going to start doing trips up there, so Again, if anyone's interested, give us a call. And, yeah, we'll uh, put a little video, promo video for it. And yeah, we'll get a video going. People can check it out. That's a long day. Like, that's a full day. Of- yeah, it's a little it's a little bit more pricey than your average trip because it's uh, there's a huge gas bill on that, and there's a lot of wear and tear on your boat and stuff. So yeah, we do charge a little bit more for that trip, but it is, like, it's world-class fishing. You're going to catch trout after trout after trout up there. Yeah. You know, we use, like, uh, we'll use four weights and five weight fly rods. And uh, for people who don't fly fish, we we will offer very light, light uh, spin tackle as well. Yeah. You can cast small spinners and, you know, you can even, with a nice light rod, float fish some jigs in there and catch them too. Yeah. Actually, you know, that, that when you do that, the, the jig thing, you get some of the bigger bull trout that way. They like those big honking jigs that look like minnows. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, we'll have to do a video on that. Cause... Absolutely. Yeah. Can you hook me up? I can hook you up. It's good, Danina. You like? Yeah, I do. I like awesome. it too. I'm a big, uh, I love wheat ales. Okay. They're good. Is yeah. this a wheat ale? This is a wheat ale. I like, it tastes like some kind of peach It's like beer juice it. is what I call it. Beer juice? Yeah. Because well, it's, it's like beer, it. but it's got more of a juice taste to it. If you ever go to Cactus Club, they have a wheat ale there. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but if you tell them like your unfiltered wheat ale, try it, and it's it's similar to this. It's really good. Okay. So what about other uh, rivers around here? Dun, 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 dun. Hey, nothing. Nothing. I'm not talking about nothing. Hockey. That was disappointing last night, though. Oh well. He actually got to punch that one guy in the head a few times. A few, yeah, that was pretty. He looked mean, like he looked mad. Like, yeah, he 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 wanted his, he wanted a piece of that. What's his name? Furland. Furland. Yeah. I was gonna mispronounce his name on purpose, but <laughs> but I beat you to it. Yeah. <laughs> Saved you. Um, what other river stuff is going on? Well, Better River's gonna close to get gear fishing in a week, I guess. What are we at now? The twentieth. Yeah, today? ten days. 10 days it'll be closing up and then uh, it's fly only in the bottom end so you got that to do and uh, other than that there's not a ton of river fishing going on we got Fraser River we got uh, uh, sturgeon fishing on the Fraser River and then Harrison River you got the trout fishing and Harrison River stays open yeah all year yeah right yeah so there's no closures on Harrison. no no closure on the Harrison um, and you know this year, it's probably going to fish right through. I don't think, because you do experience some high water on the Harrison, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. I could be wrong, but I got a feeling it's not really going to come up too much. So, But we had that high water in the fall. Um, I remember Buddy was had his tent and campsite set up on that one bar. <laughs> not a good plan. No. It comes up fast. Oh, yeah. It comes up big. That river gets humongous, usually. Well, it turns into like a big marsh in the middle of it there. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually much safer to run that river in a boat in lower water. Yeah. High water, I mean, high water is fine if you know it, if you know the river like we do, but if you don't know the river, it's just so big and vast that you could get yourself way up at what is just a backwater. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're stranded up a backwater. And then it's the, actually, one guy got stranded up there, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, with his jet boat. He took the wrong channel, went up a back bay, and got his boat stranded. And then the I'm sure he had to get helicoptered out because within two weeks, his boat was like, on a four foot hump of land. Wow. Just sitting there like sort of laying over on its side. Yeah, and it was a nice jet boat. I don't, so I don't know what happened to that dude, but yeah. We were we went for a walk at the Blue Heron Reserve yesterday and we drove down um, one of the dikes to just check out the river and somebody had drove right off the dike and we're like stuck between these two trees down like close to the river. And I have no idea. Like it wasn't even the car wasn't even smashed up, but somehow they had driven down and stopped right between these two trees. And there's no way they'd get back up. Like it was back up the dike. And I have no idea how like a, a tow truck would get that thing out of there. Brutal. It'd have to come up like sideways because there's no room to like turn it. So what did they roll? It, the everything was intact, but it looked like just from the tire marks, the tread marks, like looked like they just kind of drifted off and then got stuck and between slid in between two trees yeah oh, they were lucky as hell Jesus because they didn't roll it and they didn't smash up the front of it lucky but, except that they're stuck there now 
Well, there's nobody in there, like, so we stopped to check if anyone was there. Right. But the vehicle is still stuck there. You're saying that it doesn't seem like... A I don't know how... They would have to get, like, a forklift or something to get it out. Oh, I don't know what man. they'd do. They couldn't just hook it up to the back and... Look, there's two trees on each side. Like, you'd have to, like, do the Austin Powers, you know, where he, like, is in the hallway and he's trying to turn the thing around and there's no room to move. Okay, oh, we encountered a sort of weird scenario... S- same but different <laughs> on the road on uh, Prairie Central. That deep ditch is like Rod's worst nightmare. He is all he has terror nightmares about that ditch because it's huge. It is, yeah. Um. So, anyways, we were driving along one day, and a young girl in a little car. What was it? It's like a little bug or something like yeah. that. And she was turned around backwards with her car wedged into the ditch. Not was it even? In, I don't think it was even in the water. No. And she, we asked her if she needed help or anything. She was fine. And she was on the phone. She had farm connections. She was getting somebody to come with like a, some kind of farm equipment to a pull a tractor. Her car and, and, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's doable. Well, that's what they used to get things out of ditches around here, like cows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had that. Yeah, had a cow, had a cow stuck in yeah, your ditch. Our ditch out front. It was our neighbor Alan's cow, and so we called him. He came and got it. No, he didn't. That's one of our first encounters we had with Mark, our neighbor down the way. Oh. He came and hooked us up and scooped the cow out of our ditch. That's right. It was Alan's cow, though, right? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and they just they did they only just wrap a rope around its neck and lift it out by its neck like a, no 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 i think he had like a harness around jeez rod no they pulled it out by the neck no they didn't <laughs> they harnessed it out by the belly this is what makes your videos awesome oh right my here. god it was a neck lift man it was, it was not it was okay. not a neck lift well i don't remember very agree well. to disagree Clearly. agree my, to disagree no my, no i will not agree to disagree he's wrong my memory my memory ain't very good Memorand. That cow would What does Ricky call the Sasquatch in Trailer Park Boys? Sas- Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan. <laughs> Something like that. Saskatchewanish. I don't know. Yeah. Good old. Because you can talk about his membrane. What? What were you talking about there? Your memory? Your membrane? My memories. Memories. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's like a Rickyism right there. Oh, I've got my own book. Yes, your Rodisms. I got Rodisms, and then there's the Book of Rod. Yeah, um, okay, can I, can I snoogling, snoogling, by the way. Uh-huh. I went to, after our last podcast, and we took you guys introduced me what snoogling was. I uh, We went to a party a couple nights afterwards, <laughs> and I brought it up. But before that, though, I showed Ryan on the Fishing Guys podcast. I showed him, because the example of what snoogling is on Urban Dictionary talks about Ryan and Jesse... No way. <laughs> Under the lunch table at work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. oh, okay. When Ryan or Ryan and Jesse uh, <laughs> were snoogling under the lunch table at work. That's the oh man. That's the example. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh. I made Ryan read it out loud on. Uh, <laughs> read podcast. it out loud. Oh. Just the example. He didn't read the rest. I don't think. That's. That's good. That was pretty awesome. I think people, if they're curious enough, can do their own research. Well, that's what happened at the party. I brought up what snoogling was, and then one girl went and did research. And, of course, it's an interesting word. You and have then to she say, like it did, kind of then like she it did, might be cute. She did uh, 
hand examples of what snoogling was. <laughs> That's what our 12-year-old did, like this. <laughs> like grunted, finger trap. Finger oh, man, you guys are bad. Chinese finger what? trap. Corrupting me. <laughs> right. oh. I'm just an innocent fisher guy. How did I even... <laughs> You're the one who brought this world, this word into our vocabulary. (laughs) Where did you even get it from? Now that you try to claim, obviously never met my friends. Star puncher. That's first start working for Rod, and first thing he calls me is a star puncher. (laughs) He called you a star puncher. (laughs) You know, I think he just said like joking around. Quit being a star puncher. Oh man. I was going to say something. Start punching Snoogler. Was it important? Apparently not. Is anything I say really that important? Not so much. Not when you're hanging out with... So we should probably take an opportunity here to let people know that um, if you want to get a a book a trip with me, that it's... Now is get things are getting busy. Now is the time you want to get that trip booked. You know, it's so funny how we go from it's kind of misleading too because people inquire earlier in the year and I tell and you know I tell them the if they'll ask about a month and I say yeah the broads pretty much wide open for that month and currently. things can change currently, really quickly I try to note I try to be clear about that um, but then honestly like it it seems like the, it's a weather thing. I don't know what it is, but at some point the phone just starts ringing off the hook. Yeah. And the calendar is booked. Yeah. Yeah. And then that person that contacted you a month ago calls back and uh-huh. their, date, Sorry, their dates are gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Thing, though, you've only got so many days in a month. Like. Yeah. I feel bad for people, but yeah, if if you have if you have a date that you really want to get booked, and you're humming and hawing on like, oh, I'll just do it when I, you know, I'll do it before I have to. Yeah, you want to get on it because yeah, you you want to get on it because it'll and be this gone. year is going to be huge with the pink run. Yep, there's lots of salmon that are going to oh, be hitting it's the river. Be crazy this year, pink salmon years are extra busy for us because on one hand we have the tackle, yeah, which like all of our tackle is really rad for pink salmon. So we yeah. have that off the chart and then we have the guided fishing trips and we have phone calls coming in for guided fishing trips so we we book we hire other guides that we know personally and yeah that you recommend and even them travel. even that even you know it gets to a point where you just can't even find a guide yeah it's to true. Do a trip for you so like, point, like especially for a spring or uh, pink salmon year right like it just yeah. gets crazy yeah yeah you just can't there's just every single guide in the valley is working yeah, you know. So if you want a trip, book now. Yeah, that's book what you're now, saying for sure. Yeah, and especially if you have like a particular time frame. You know, some people just want to go for a trip sometime in the summer. They're open to pretty much any kind of availability. But if you have a time frame in mind, you need to book that. Yeah, yeah. I like to just make everyone aware of that because I know a lot of people get quite disappointed when they want to. They've been out with me a bunch of times, and they want to. You know, they know me, right? So they want to yeah. go out with me, and then I have to put them out with someone else right we do have a lot of great guides that work with absolutely us, yeah but i can understand like they connected with you and they had a good time yeah, and they want to come back up man. yeah for sure yeah which is what you guys are about is small relationship that's, that's kind of all we got going for us <laughs> but you, it's different than some other big company that charters off like you could find any guide right like whatever this boat's available you're taking them yeah that's you don't have that going true. right like you yeah. there's a connection yeah, for sure. Well, we actually, we book trips for other guides where, um, like, because I do all the office work and paperwork stuff, right? And a lot of fishing guides don't want to mess around with that. 
Yeah. Um, so we book trips for other guides. Like yeah. we have Send customers. clients their way in. Well, we have customers who will request a certain guide that's yeah. not Rod, just somebody that they've been out with before, but they still book through us. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so cool. Great relationships. Yeah. So they can be booking for sturgeon, chinooks, pinks, coho, chum. Right. Yep. Basically. Yep. That's what this summer is going to be. Do you think we're going to have... Is this podcast like turning into a staff meeting all of a sudden? No, no. <laughs> it's, it's a fantasy moment here. I'm just fondly remembering the year when we swam in the Fraser. And I know it's... This is the year. This is I, the year. Oh, this is the year. So I really hope so. Yeah, that we're, we're really going to we're gonna go do a camping on the Fraser again and swimming and... Yeah, this will be the year. This is good because already they're talking about we're worried. This is D this is DFO talking. No, not me. We're worried about the Fraser River this year. We're getting too warm, and it might salmon might have a die off, and blah 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 blah, which basically is just an excuse. It's not. I don't think you're going to see it happen. There's probably be no dying off of fish, and in fact, it's going to be beautiful out there. The river's going to be low. It's going to be great fishing conditions, and yeah, you can swim too. Like that, come late mid to late August, it should be safely. Wear a life jacket. Yeah, I'm not advising that you go. You're in a river, so be smart. <laughs> Swim, but be smart. That's but what it, you're advising. Right? Especially if you have a boat and the river's warm, there's lots of places you can go backwaters and sloughs and stuff. There's lots of places out there where you can go have a nice swim. Something unappealing about the name slough. Well, especially when know, you think the Hope, like the Hope Slough. That's pretty Man. gross. But that used to be an awesome swimming hole in the day. Really? Like, if you look back at pictures, old Chilliwack. There was like diving boards and slides and everything what? into the Hope Slough. Aww. It used to be an awesome place to go swimming. Oh, it used to be really a very fish bearing area too. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of coho salmon used to be in there. But then agriculture so just destroyed it all. Yep. Cool. Damn farmers. My buddy Jeff and I, we're going to do um, the Fraser River. We're going to hop in his uh, kayak in Hope. Yep. And we're going to head down to Island 22, do an overnight trip somewhere in between. Oh, nice. And do some bar fishing. He won a, he won a uh, bar setup, bar rig setup from some tackle store in Vancouver. Oh. One of his pictures he posted on their website. And, oh, cool. Yeah. He's never, he hasn't even used it yet. So he's you know, pumped. that sounds like really outdoorsy and rugged for you, Matt. Really? Yeah. You don't know me very well, do you? You know, I Because we know. did the Harrison. We we kayaked out of Harrison Lake and went all the way down Harrison River, Jeff and I. Coho fished it and chum fished it and... Went into my sneaky spot. Yep. Oh. Um, Got some coho. We did. And then uh, I did Bower Lakes last year. Spent a week up in northern BC with Debbie's dad. I think... Canoeing and portaging. You know, I'm I'm gonna be really blunt because that's how I roll. I think it's because you it's it's your look, right? You wear you wear sandals, flip-flops all the time, and you have that kind of preppy thick, look, preppy yuppy kind of thing going on, right? Yeah. So and I like comic books and video games. Exactly, you have the nerd <laughs> thing yeah. going on. So I when I hear you, of you doing something like that, I just think. Oh, poor Matt. Is he going to be safe? <laughs> <laughs> Matt no. can build a mean fire. Yeah. 
He's better at building fires than me. I need a, I need a jerry can full of gas. <laughs> <laughs> or toilet yeah, paper. That's because you're a, a big hack. Roll, a big toilet paper roll. I'm a what? You're a hack. <laughs> a hack. I get, I I'm go on fire dude. Ma- I'm a rugged mountain man with a half beard. <laughs> oh. My half beard was getting so severe recently. Oh man, I had like almost a full beard on one side and then yeah. nothing on the other. Do you know what he's talking skin. about? Oh yeah. Okay, does anybody else know what he's talking about? Well, maybe about? you should clarify it just so everyone else. Okay, I, the you abridged, and I know. The abridged version, oh. Rod had chemotherapy and radiation on one side of his face last year or the year By before. By the way, the chemo wasn't on my face. Well, whatever. It was in my bloodstream. <laughs> I finished. The last thing I said was radiation. So the rest okay. of that sentence went with the word radiation. Yeah, so they radiated my face off. Only on one side, though, and now he can't grow facial it's hair baby, on that side baby so he's like he's like the comic book character or that that character two-face he gets like yeah. one side full beard a little one little side. better looking than two-face though Thank you. <laughs> there's no bones protruding yeah, out you don't see into his like skeletal i am missing a fairly nice hunk of flesh off the one side though yeah, yeah but- it does start to look weird when you get unshaven i'm sure people look at you and they're like what is up I only I was tired this morning. I only shaved this part. You don't think they see the big scar in my neck and go, okay, something's up. Tell me you're not proud of that scar. That you don't feel like rugged. No, I am. <laughs> Gotta be proud of it. You can't. You should be. It's a pretty good scar. They didn't. Yeah, it's it not is. just. They didn't just slice it open. They actually like removed a bunch of my neck yep. skin or whatever you want to call tissue. it. Tissue and, and skin. Anyways, so I just cute. I just wanted to let people in on what you were talking about because you sound a little bit like a lunatic if people don't know what you're saying. <laughs> the half beard, my half beard. They're like he's what? gonna go into a carnival now. The half bearded man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I should wear makeup on that side. So book a trip early. Yeah. Otherwise you're hooped. Hooped. Oh, and one more thing. As always, we always have this going on, but we want to mention is we have discounts this time of year on our our trips. Yes. Um, So we call that the regular season. It's not discounts. It's just a different price. What do we call the peak season? Yeah. So it's not peak season pricing right now. It's regular pricing. Mm -hmm. It's all on the website. Which I think I I don't even want to guess what what the pricings are. It's on the website. Let's just yeah. that way you don't. Uh, yeah, if you like to know. Quote. Yeah, if you like to book a trip, go to www. Which you don't need to do. Bentrods.ca. Bentrods.ca. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Okay, what's the deal it's with www? World Wide Web. I know, but why do we people like me still say it? Because that's when the internet was really getting going and stuff. You had to have that. And then they eventually remove... Like, you could still do it, but you don't have to do it. You know what's funny about that, though, is on some... In some formats, like sometimes on Facebook, you have to actually add the www before it will link up to what you're trying to... Well, when you're trying to put a link on there, that www will, like, signify, like, say on Facebook or uh, YouTube, when you post a link on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you have to have that on there too, because then it recognizes, oh, this should be a link. But when you're just browsing and you type in bandrods.ca, that's all you got to do. Unnecessary www. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're interested in booking a trip, go watch some of our videos. It'll kind of give you a 
what's up and what a trip looks like. Yeah, we'll do like a trip video for Sturgeon on Thursday this week and people can kind of see what it's yeah all about. I'm just constantly so impressed with your video skills because <laughs> it's all so foreign to me and I watch the videos and I'm like, ooh, look at that little link and that little box. Oh, it's so just put together. So well, nice you filmed thing. the last video. I did, but you edited it beautifully. Yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. You guys look like you had a good time. Then Nina yeah. goes swimming in an icy river. Uh, You're yes. crazy. Uh, I love Deb. Deb's like, oh, she actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> she gets all excited. <laughs> She's living vicariously through me. <laughs> yeah, and she was there when Danina went off the, the, the rope swing into Chilliwack Lake in May. Wow, that'd so be she, cold. So too. she's seen the polar bear lady at that one action. That actually had a. <gasps> can't yeah, <bet>. breathe. <laughs> so you didn't get the. <laughs> can't breathe out of the river? Well, no, because I was standing and just got the heck out. Yeah, you just yeah. did a quick dip just in. A dunk. I love Rod's. Like, just go right there. Just in. Oh, out. I know. He's like, it's like he's like my coach. Like, yeah. Like a he was a big like, let's do it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it was fun. Well, I knew the camera was dying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The battery was blinking. battery was dying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're not not at all. Yeah, I love finding new different places to dunk my body. That's fun. Sweet. All, all right. right. Well, everybody, uh, tight lines and bent rods. <laughs>